This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on AMI TV. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. We continue our series of saying hello this week by introducing you to one of our new community reporters. Blaine Deutscher joins us from Regina, Saskatchewan. Hey, good morning, Blaine. Welcome to the team. Morning, Dave. How are you today? I'm doing well, Blaine. You and I had a chance to chat the other day and we chatted a little bit sports, a little bit about some other stuff, but of course, the good people across Canada didn't get the opportunity to be part of that phone call. So let's uh, talk a little bit about who Blaine is, what makes you tick and uh, what you hope to talk about and bring to the show. Well, as, as you alluded to, we talked sports. I'm a huge sports fan. Um, I actually play uh, on the Canadian blind hockey teams. Um, So you might've for the viewers, they might've, uh, Heard my voice mentioned with uh, Mike Ross and a few of the other guys. So um, you'll see me at the tournaments that our Canadian Blind Hockey puts on. Um, I have a seeing eye dog, um, a male shepherd named Oscar. Um, I just, I like to do a lot of different things. I volunteer. I uh, play many different sports. And yeah, I'm just... I'm all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Not listen. We are, we are, uh, we are jacks of all trade in this world, and we do a lot of different things. Blaine, I'm curious about some of the stuff you do with the Canadian Federation of the Blind and the and the NFB in the states. What kind of stuff are you doing with them? Um. So one of the like, we're kind of getting started. I'm. They've been around for a while, but uh, um. One of the huge projects that we're doing is working alongside them and we're developing a training center similar to the NFB's ones. Um, so a nine month inverse immersive training program. Uh, and they just actually opened their first one here in September on Bowen Island. So um, there's, there's a waiting list right now, but that's one of the big things. And um, we're, we're growing. So we're always looking for new members, but um Obviously not as big as NFB right now, but we're we're growing. So yeah. hey, you got to start somewhere with these things. You've right. always got you've always got to start somewhere. Blaine, you mentioned that you're a guide dog user. We were talking to one of our community reporters in Winnipeg yesterday, who was talking about guide dog access and generally the people of Winnipeg being pretty chill. What's the vibe like in Regina when it comes to guide dog access? Honestly, it's it's really good. Um, I think a lot of it really helped with because CNIB when they got their guide dog program, uh, we were one of the first provinces to get the puppies, and so I really think it helped kind of open those the eyes of people and, and realize that you know these aren't just pets, and so people have been quite uh, quite perceptive. And it's actually I I moved from Calgary to Regina, and it's a lot better in a lot of ways than it was in Calgary. So it's, it's good. 
this uh, hardly surprises me, but you do some work as a fan ambassador with the Sketch, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Surprise, surprise. Do, yeah. Somebody from Saskatchewan wants to talk about the Rough Riders. We never hear about that stereotype of holding true with folks out there in the prairies. But as a fan ambassador, what do you do in that role? I basically, the short answer is I, I help people find their seats. Um, we also do tours of the stadium um, and just answer questions about the stadium, about where people can find things. Um, obviously, if anything arises that, you know, security is needed, we're, we're kind of the first point of contact. Um, and then we radio ahead to those people and... Uh, but we're we're the we're the people who uh, greet you at the gates. We show you where things are, and um, help you find things if you're new. When I was a younger man, I used to work as an ambassador for the Montreal Alouettes, but my job was to hand out the swag when people walked in the front door. So if there were pom-poms being given out that day or giant foam fingers, I was the guy at the door handing that stuff out. And I, uh, I loved doing that gig and it came with a couple free tickets and I always enjoyed hanging around Molson Stadium. And it's funny, as I went along further in my uh, university life, as I was working for McGill University's athletics department, I found myself once again working for the Alouettes on uh, game nights, but that was more uh, trying to direct traffic which was not as much fun as handing out foam fingers i'll tell you that much right now no it's it's always fun when you when you get swag to give away and and whatnot yeah we we do that as well and uh yeah it's 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 a lot of fun and i mean depending on if you're a gate agent and then you have season tickets you go sit and watch the game if you're i i work during the game so i'm at the top of the sections and I get to watch the game, and then if someone comes and asks questions, I answer their questions, and I watch the game. Let's talk a bit more about Mosaic Stadium, because it's considered the jewel of the Canadian Football League family. Sorry, Winnipeg, but but Mosaic, I think, has you beat. Blaine, tell me a bit about the experience at Mosaic, but also some of the accessibility, both the positives and the benefits in regards to some of the features around the stadium. Well, being that it's it's new, one of the nice things that I like about it is with the old stadium, if you were on the east side and I was on the west side, I couldn't see you. Now, with the bowl in the bottom, you can walk around to the other side. Uh, if there's a restaurant you like on the north end zone or whatever, you can go grab food there and go back to your section. There's no, like, you're stuck on the east or the west or the north sides. So I really like that. Um, there's obviously plenty of elevators, lots of ramps, so people can go all over the stadium. Uh, and then at the top of most sections, they have the accessible seats uh, for people in wheelchairs and whatnot. But the one thing that I notice as a blind person is that they've got all the Braille signs and it's wonderful, but they're re- recessed. So the washrooms you go down a hallway well and i did it the other game i went and walked down the hallway thinking it was the bathroom entrance and it was to one of the vendors booths first and so then i had to backtrack and it was fine with before the game but when you have twenty-two thousand fans walking around and you Go to the female washroom and then find out, whoops, I got to turn around. Well, you <laughs> yeah. got people coming towards you and it's just, <laughs> yeah. it, it just doesn't work. It's, 
like there's no space to turn around and really get out and whatnot. And yeah, you can stop and ask questions and, but you know, you want to be independent and it'd be nice if they had something in the floor um, to say, Hey, if you turn here, like this is where the concessions are. This is the bathrooms. Uh, If you're trailing along a wall with a cane, find an entrance, just reach up. Oh, Hey, there's the sign. Yep. That's the men's bathroom. Um, The other thing I, noted and and i've never went down into the seats till the other day someone mentioned how they've got cup holders and i thought i gotta check this out um they've got rails but they don't go all the way to the bottom and a bunch of us volunteers even said like that isn't safe because you know you've got someone with balance issues you've got someone who's had a few bevies you climb four or five steps there's a gap and then you got to couple steps and you got to find the rail and and if it's noisy it's disorientating and I'm thinking wow like I'm fairly confident but you got someone with balance issues or like I said had a few bevies and uh you gotta find that you know and so that's that's a couple things but they've got really great like outside the stadium all the gates are marked with um I think it's a yellow strip and you can literally follow it right to the ticket office, right to the store, right to your gates. Um, but it, it'd be nice if there was some way of knowing, hey, this is this is a gate, not just an entrance into the seating area mm-hmm. or this is where the concessions are. Um, but and yes, there the argument is there's apps like Be My Eyes or Ira, but not everyone has that. So it'd be nice to just independently do it. Yeah, not to mention when there's when there's thirty or forty thousand people around, yeah. the uh, reception for Ira or Be My Eyes is not going to work necessarily as well on your device. Yeah, Blaine, I think that that's that's something that people can relate to, right? That there oftentimes are accessibility features. And because a place has accessibility features, they'll label themselves as accessible. But there's a big difference between those two things. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Blaine, let's uh, just finish up by talking about a little bit of football here. I know uh, it's been maybe not the best year in uh, Rough Riders history as the West has been a little bit of a slog, but uh, what are your expectations and when's the next game? Uh, Next home game is September 16th at 7.30, 9.30 Eastern. Uh, Obviously, we play the Banjo Bowl on uh, this Saturday. I think it's 3 o'clock. I mean, it's, I don't even know what to expect with the latest announcement with them letting uh, uh, Marino go. Um, I, I like, I don't, it's going to be interesting. They've, uh, their defense is good. Offense, they need a little work, um, you know, but it's hard to say, like, will we cross over? Will we not make it this year? I'm excited to even just volunteer with the Great Cup this year. That's going to be a lot of fun. So um, I'm even the Grey Cup. I'm thinking Winnipeg's going to be in it for the West. I don't know who's going to represent the East, um, but uh, I don't know. A lot yeah. of people are giving up, but I'm. It's it's hard to say. I was I was just telling our sports reporter a few weeks ago how bummed I was when BC quarterback uh, Nathan Rourke 
had the Liz Frank injury in his foot because I was all in on Nathan Rourke. I was like, the CFL is back thanks to Nathan Rourke. And now Nathan Rourke's injured. And now I think it may just be NFL time for me. But Blaine, we got to get out of here. Have yourself a great day. Welcome aboard the show. We enjoyed chatting with you and we'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dave. That is Blaine Deutscher, new community reporter for us in Regina, Saskatchewan. You can find out more about the stories we cover on this show by visiting our blog. It's a new address. It's ami.ca slash now. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.